This conference is all about bringing together that powerful triumvirate, people, capital, and ideas. In 2015, the Paris Climate Accords set the target of limiting global warming to well below two degrees. To reduce the disastrous effects of climate change, we need a whole economy approach. Business, government, and finance working together, taking swift action to reduce emissions, supporting and championing the innovators in cleantech, promoting leadership that sees decarbonization as an opportunity, an opportunity for innovation, an opportunity for global collaboration, an opportunity to build a better world for the future generation. The people here today, the people driving this change. Welcome to Innovation Zero. Good morning, everyone. Excellencies, innovators, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. And I'm very pleased to join you today at Innovation Zero here in London. And it's a beautiful day. It's a sunny, not very windy day, but it's very important to have this discussion on energy transition and climate with you today. The Kingdom of Morocco, as you know, is really committed to joining forces with the international community to meeting the challenges of the 21st century by doing two things. First, consolidating the governance of the energy transition for sustainable development and by improving the management of our natural capital. Our roadmap is very simple. We want to accelerate renewables to decarbonize the economy and decarbonize it sustainably. And we want to build an agile and resilient energy system. So our target as we've already mentioned, is to increase the installed capacity of renewables to 52% before 2030, and, but more importantly, to build a more resilient energy system. And I would say that we will reach this 52% because the, most, the more painful was to reach 50, for the, 40, the first 40%. So I'm here today to show you what is possible. I'm not here today to exclude fuels. I'm not here today to exclude technologies. I'm not here today to exclude projects from our development journey. For 2030, we have eight gigawatts of solar and wind that is in the process of being planned or developed. And that excludes additional projects and development in the green hydrogen and ammonia and in desalination plants. This calls for an additional capacity of between 700 megawatts to one gigawatt to be installed and built annually, consistently between now and 2030. That means an investment of roughly $1 billion in our system to be invested consistently every year between now and 2030. And as I mentioned, it excludes additional areas like green hydrogen and ammonia and desalination. We have a low carbon development strategy for 2050 and our new development model, which aims to get Morocco out of the middle income trap of 3% GDP growth rates to 6% GDP growth rates. Why? Because a large part of our population is young, 
craving jobs, craving dignity, and craving access to modern forms of energy and better standards of living. Decarbonization, of course, is a key part of this agenda. We have enabled the improvement of Morocco's global competitiveness. We were among the first countries to update our NDC with a new ambition of 45% of greenhouse gas emissions by 2030. We are confirming again our commitment to 1.5 degree scenario. And we have 61 projects to date covering seven economic sectors planned, being planned to implement this goal. If I focus on the industrial sector, we want to improve the competitiveness of our sector because mind you, Europe is our main trading partner and we don't want to wait for carbon, carbon border adjustment mechanisms to decarbonize our industrial sector. So what we are doing, we have already, we've already launched a program to provide all our industrial zones with access to low cost, low carbon energy from renewable sources. Our national strategy for sustainable development, we are redesigning it. We are reviewing it to ensure a green and inclusive and just transition to sustainable development by 2030. How do we do it? In a very inclusive way, in a very democratic way. We do it but through a participatory approach in regional consultations and on the internet as well, because we have more than 5 million people, 5 million Moroccans living outside of Morocco that we want, for which we want to give the voice to have a say in the future of their country and the sustainable development path of their country. So we are making regional developments in our regions with their diverse development path, holistic, just, and sustainable. It's not only a response to climate crisis, it's really a mean and, a, and it's in our DNA to reintroduce humanity and foresight into our public policies by placing humans at the center of the system. Of course, as you know, we are playing a major role in attracting private investments and boosting climate finance. We are reinforcing transparency in this sector. We are mobilizing funds from the private sector, international and national, and the MDVs. We are structuring projects to make them more bankable, economically viable, and capable of facilitating cost redu reductions, including in emerging technologies uh, and fuels like ammonia, hydrogen, batteries, storage, grid management, etc. A couple of words on our legal framework. Since we want our energy system to be agile and resilient, we think our legal framework and regulatory framework should also be agile and resistant, so uh, resilient. So we, have, we are redefining the governance of the sector with a comprehensive reform, looking into market design, the role of our utility companies, the legal frameworks to enable and simplifying procedures to enable more private sector involvement in the sustainable development journey. For the first time, we will have certificates of origin, hopefully this year, so that any industrial or any consumer, energy consumer, can provide its green certificate to legitimize 
that his product or her product is green. So our commitment to energy transition extends beyond reducing dependence on external energy sources. It really encompasses reducing energy costs by building the economies of scale that needs to be built and ensuring energy security. The role of the financial community and the insurance community is critical there. What we've seen today, and you can view Morocco as an open lab, with our 20 years of experience in financing, developing, and executing renewable projects, what we are noticing today is that developers are reluctant to take climate risk in those projects, in those renewable projects that are meant to, uh, to mitigate climate change. So, for example, in hydro plants, in um, CSP plants, in solar panel projects, we are noticing today that the financial community and the insurance community does not, is not equipped yet to manage climate risks. Who can tell you today how your solar farm or wind farm is going to behave in 20 years' time with the changing seasonal patterns and, and all the rest? So we, this is today is a call, since we are in London, to the financial community and the insurance community to equip us, equip the policymakers and the developers with the means to take and manage climate risk. One last word on regional integrations. That's our, the, the third pillar of our energy strategy. And we're taking electricity, natural gas, carbon markets quite seriously. We're already working with the EU on a green partnership. Actually, we were the very first country to sign a green deal with our European colleagues. And we need to increase the connectivity between markets, electricity markets, gas markets, but also carbon markets to ensure that, that mutual dependence. Because as a former diplomat told me once, with mutual dependence comes a lot of empowerment. And Morocco signed also in Sharm el-Sheikh at the COP27 a sustainable electricity trade roadmap with five European countries, Spain, Portugal, France, and Germany. So I'd like to just finish by talking about cooperation. Energy transition takes time, and Morocco is the best example of that. You can view us as uh, the land of the possibles, especially after, after the latest World Cup, Soccer World Cup. We are, we are also the land of the possibles when it comes to energy transition. Energy transition might require $250 trillion of investments over 30 years. In Africa alone, we still have 600 million people without access to electricity or any other modern forms of energy. Closing this infrastructure gap would require 100 billion of investment, investments per year consistently. So it's our role as, a, as political leaders to ensure that we are closing the gap between available funds and future projects that need those funds and channel those funds when they are, where they are needed. It's the role of the financial community, the investors, the insurers, and the innovators to show us how we can manage climate risk 
we are we are actually a country with of course a strategic position between Europe, Africa, and the Atlantic Basin to ensure that genuine opportunities of investments are there to enhance everyone's energy security. And we are fully cognizant of the importance of accelerating the execution of sustainable energy transition goals. So to achieve this, we are very happy to be with like-minded like allies and partners who share our views and determination. So cooperation and collaboration consistently every year between now and 2030 is what will be required. And this is the cornerstones of our collective efforts to build a better future for, our, for this generation and the generations to come. Thank you so much. To register your interest in attending, exhibiting, sponsoring, or speaking at Innovation Zero 2024, please go to www.innovationzero.com. We look forward to meeting you at Olympia in London on the 30th of April and the 1st of May 2024.